Welcome to Michael and Mary in the Morning. The cute-ass morning show you didn't know you needed. We're a feel-good podcast about two childhood best friends who quit their corporate jobs to pursue their dreams in Los Angeles. Chasing our dreams, drinking too much coffee, and silver lining that shit. So take a seat. Pour your cup of coffee. And we'll be here every Monday. (laughs) Lucky for you. (laughs) And then I do a little clap on three. One, two, three. And then I just start. Welcome back to Michael and Danielle in the morning. The cute ass morning show you didn't know you needed. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Our first ever guest co-host, you guys. You guys, you don't even know. Please welcome my favorite human, Michael and Mary in the morning stan and Patreon member, Danielle to the show. <laughs> you so guys don't excited. even know. You guys don't even know. Danielle and I used to work together and I always used to bug her every day. And whenever she would talk to me, I was like, Danielle, can you please be a guest on my non-existent podcast? <laughs> and it's, it's happening. happening. It's happening. It's today. happening. It's happening. Literally so good. Um, the only way I can really describe Danielle for everyone <laughs> just to understand her, who she is, is to tell you my Instagram tap story of Danielle. Danielle, <laughs> so might right remember this. Gate. Let's just go. Full yeah. Guns blazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the day was Halloween. I'm going to say 2008. 19 might have been okay so danielle made her debut on my instagram story and if any of you have insights on your instagram stories you understand um that if you put someone on your story and you tag them and people tap on it you see how many taps they have I would just like it to be known that when I put Danielle on my Instagram story, her name got 300 sticker taps. What? That's a record. It was no big deal. Literally, everyone was like, who is she? Michael, what? It was probably my ridiculous costume. I had like full garb. Dia de los Muertos. Yes. 100%. And I would say that the video, Danielle was like leaning against the the, the wall of the hallway in the house we were at for the party. And I'm like doing one of those up videos. Like an elevator. Like elevator. Slinking up. And I was like, hey. (laughs) Do you know what you were doing at the time I was taking that video of you? Um, and I was just so moved by my love for Michael (laughs) that I posted a picture of the two of us. So I was on my phone. That we just took in the kitchen of us, like hugging, laughing, Halloween. Reckless abandon. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Just fuck it. Let's go for it. I'm posting. Exactly. Yeah. Some cute, some cute caption, I'm sure. Um, everyone (laughs) thought we, everyone, I mean, yeah, it was really our couple's debut, I would say, on both of our platforms. It really was. It really was. The love is so real. Exactly. Anyway, so in the video, I'm like going up to her, I'm like, what are you doing? And she like has her phone and she's like showing me that she's posting. Oh, Riley, you freak out. And you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. And 300 sticker taps later. Everyone was a little disappointed because you have a private profile. So everyone was like, dang it. Like, would love to know. Um, Do you want to talk about your nickname slash your Instagram private name? Are we going to that? Yeah, we can. We can. It's like who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's definitely, I have um, a million nicknames. Yes. And uh, shout out to my best friend, Angelina. She love Angelina. She would love the podcast. Angelina, come hang out. Um, just when we were younger, you know, that phase when you think you're like cool with your friends and yes. we all wanted the same kind of like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> 32 still going strong. 
um we like wanted to be cool and like have um rhyming nicknames yes but like they didn't rhyme you right. know but whatever don stuck Dawn. and then it turned into like donielle donielle yes. don perion and yes. then yes <laughs> from the ashes rose <laughs> don perry <laughs> That is who I am. So good. Don Perry. It's so good. It's so catchy. And I love that it's short. Like if someone had to write Don Perry on, everyone would spell it wrong. They would never yeah. find you. But the fact that you own Don Perry as the Instagram, there's a lot we could do with your brand, Danielle. There is. There is. I know. You just let us know when you're ready. I was going to say, well, I, I like defer to you as the expertise. That's what I'm here for. hundred percent. Yeah. We already know we have the Instagram taps to get you there and really get you a strong base. And then we'll just have to build off of that. Uh, yeah. So I actually remember, I think maybe I was having not like a bad day, maybe just yeah. a hard day. Yes. And you called me over and you strategically waited to tell me that story. Like you oh didn't tell me that day. You told um, me like yeah. the next day and you showed me. Because I'm thinking oh, this is what would have happened. Halloween party must have been a Friday or a Saturday. Yeah. We would have worked together on Monday, but I needed the 24 hours of the post being up the to get that. you your running total. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was like, we're so close to 300. Are we going to get there? And we hit 300, baby. <laughs> and still to this day, no one has even come close. I would say like a soft 24 is the closest. <laughs> Hard 32, but a soft 24. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, easy. I like Whenever Danielle and I would describe people like in the office or people that we met or something, we're like, how, how old do you think she was? We'd be like, like, a, like a ripe yeah. 24 <laughs> or like a pretty young but, 32. Yeah, I'd be like, mm, like a soft 42, but a hard 50. <laughs> like For sure. Oh, wait, no, I'm doing it backwards. You say a hard 42, but a soft 50. So yeah. hard 42 mm -hmm. means that you're like definitely 42. But a soft 50, it's like you're 50, but you don't quite look 50. You know or like, I mean? you know, like, let's say they're like 40, but yes. they're a hard 32. Like you, they're 32, but they look weathered. Or they're like, <laughs> there it is. or they're like a soft Yes, 50. we'll get into skincare, 100%. Yeah. Oh, all about my natural skincare. <laughs> Danielle has a nine-step skincare routine. And she, even when she comes home, like, 2 a.m. Oh. like and she still does it and I think that says so much about you <laughs> as like a human what you commit to you know what's important to That's you right. as well it's either like I went through this really intense phase where I would come home and make like at-home popcorn but like oh, not in wow. the bag like the I kernels <laughs> yeah like, that, like my grandma would do I yeah love it's like the most ridiculous yeah. thing I've ever done but I was super into it but yeah. so that took precedent over my skincare and there was like oh a, there was like a period of time where I wasn't washing my face and I was no making popcorn. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, hey, we all choose like, you know, you choose what, take what life you need. Life is about That's choices. The thing. <laughs> That's what it's about. And one of the choices we made was to record this in the evening oh, time, everyone. Right. So that we are, right. cheers. cheers. We are drinking to this. I think that's the first beer on Michael and Mary in the morning, Danielle. Um, I'm having one of these Amass Botanical Seltzers that you might have seen on my uh, Instagram this past week. They're great, fun seltzers. What was your take on them, Danielle? I had one. I had the ginger one, and mm -hmm. it was delightful. Very you know, nice. It was like not too sugary. Yeah. It was just like the, the right amount of... But I love ginger, so yes. maybe I'm biased. A nice it was adult, so good. chill beverage. Like you're not gonna chug it like a white claw. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's gonna yeah. be just a nice one. Anyways, um, as we were saying, Danielle and I used to work together for how long? Not as long as you would think, right? Yeah. Like two. Is that even aggressive for me to say that? I think so. I think one year. No. Yeah. Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Did we just connect? 
that quickly. Uh, yeah. So Just the thing new. is, I was at the company for three years, but I had okay. been in two previous positions sure. and then I joined. Yes. I remember emailing you. Congratulations. Yeah, you were so sweet. Yeah. Like one of the only people. So it was like yeah. a, a company wide, like, uh, yeah. or was it? Am I making things up? what? Like announcement of transfers? No. Oh, no. That was definitely to operations. The operations email. Everyone saw the transfers. That happened? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Okay. No. <laughs> this was national corporate news, Danielle. <laughs> You're a big deal. 100%. And so he like, Everyone knew. The job a million girls would kill for. <laughs> What's funny is that like that position isn't crazy different from the Devil Wears Prada, Miranda Priestly position in a lot of ways. Oh, it's not. You know? I like by any means. And no. it, it ended up morphing into something that was like even more like out of the scope of work for the job mm -hmm. and closer to the scope of work for whatever her name was, Anne Hathaway. Oh my gosh. 100%. You know, because, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yes. I, w I just got wrangled into things. I need you to get the unpublished Harry Potter manuscript <laughs> yeah, for, for my sure. twins who are boarding the train this evening. Yeah. Well, we know everyone in publishing. It shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> And the, the amount of times we quoted Devil Wears Prada during the day as well, just oh always, it just always hit. Yeah. But I would say just my favorite part about working with you and being in the office is me just coming around the corner to your little cubicle. <laughs> and well, you would already know that I'm coming because you knew my walk. Like you knew the sound of it coming around the bend. Yeah. Around I the did. river bend. Um, <laughs> and then you would just be there like waiting for me, like looking up. <laughs> like such a creep, like just standing there like, ah. Head in my hand. And then like if I'd be really stressed about something, Danielle would just hold my hand and like like hand in the hand, but then hand over my hand, like the and double then the hand. Patch. She yeah. was big into like the grandma pad just really <laughs> yeah, you know, made yeah. me feel safe and at home. And it's like even on my bad days, Danielle, like you would be there. And it's like even if I had like a bad story or something happened, I could come and like talk to you about Aww. it and it would like make it better. And I, I really know. I mean that. it's 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 likewise like you definitely made that year mm. such a memorable year and you know we're both not working there anymore but Crazy. we're still like i'm here you know on Ooh. the freaking podcast we've come so far uh, the journey since then yeah has been so unpredictable we both resign yeah months of each other yeah you think it's personal and our own journeys but it's because we couldn't do it without each other <laughs> Wait, I just thought of the funny story that I did not write down. Okay, this is so funny. <laughs> oh, God. Oh this God. is the time I threw Danielle under the bus at work. <laughs> when? Okay, Danielle and I have this special treat that we used to make in the oh. office. They are rice cakes, almond butter, sliced banana, uh -huh. and Danielle would do a drizzle. Yeah, a light sprinkling, <laughs> if you will. Of cinnamon. Of cinnamon on it. 100%. <laughs> so this would be like our snack, our morning snack, our afternoon snack. And it was just so uh, a delicacy, I want to say. And just like for an office snack, like that is elite. And we would just I know, do right? That. It's like so elaborate. Like, what am I doing? A light dusting of cinnamon. Like, <laughs> where dust, am I? The cinnamon <laughs> dust. That's what we called it. 100%. Where, like, why did I keep the accoutrements for <laughs> <laughs> like this whole thing. I had a plate, yes. a cutlery set. Yes. I kept almond butter in the fridge and I kept a thing of cinnamon in my desk. Like what a weirdo. So there's this week that Danielle went out on vacation. So she had left all the cultements 
at her desk, like in the drawers. And we were texting about it because I was like, Danielle, your rice kits are going to go bad. And she's like, yeah, eat them. Great. I was like, okay, good. Cool. So I go over there. I think BYOB brought my own banana. Um, start creating yeah. the masterpiece at Danielle's desk in the seat. Start, um, mm-hmm. you know, get the rice cake out, get the almond butter. Because it is about proportions. So proportional. <laughs> Dust the cinnamon. And then I hear running into the office the president I of the know. company <laughs> who everyone knows she's the reason i got my job there she's just the best ever but i'm just like freaking out because i'm in this like mess of demands. <laughs> and it is like it's not just like like a quick thing you clean up from like, it's not you have, a like, pack of goldfish like that's the thing it's, it's like, everywhere it's everywhere you have like a sloppy knife that like what yes. do you do like lick it like that's awkward you have to but, take it to the bathroom with you to like wash <laughs> Why is that so awkward in front of everyone? Oh my but God. I would honestly do that every single day. Like yeah. I'm such an odd person. I don't think so. I think you just know, you just know what you like. Um, so then I hear the president coming around the bend and I freak out because I'm like, I can't be seen with all of this. So I get up from Danielle's desk, like turn around and like go into the cabinet next, next to the desk. Like I'm looking for something and I see her, she comes around exactly to where I am and she looks down at Danielle's desk. She's like, oh, is someone having breakfast? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I guess. I'm like, who's that? Just <laughs> the bitch that sits here must be having breakfast. And I How totally just like, you. I was like, and I'm pretty sure I go back to my desk, just leave it on your desk. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> wait like 10 minutes till the coast is clear and go and get, get it back. So um, thank you for being a martyr in that situation. You know what? I really you are so welcome. Anytime. Absolutely Anytime. incredible. Absolutely incredible. Okay. I really went off topic there. Before anyone thinks we're only talking about work things, Danielle has the most incredible story of her post-grad experience. She literally like left the U.S., went abroad for years, taught English, this incredible adventure that I think is so important for people to hear. Um, So she's really going to dive into that later on in the episode and tell you all. So just a little teaser right now because (laughs) we have more, um, we have more shit to shoot um, until we get there. (laughs) Yeah, like don't turn it off yet. (laughs) No, please stay here. This isn't just silly stories of work, which honestly might be more entertaining. I don't (laughs) know. Okay. My other point about Danielle is that she is a podcast expert fanatic. She really just understands, like, I don't even know how to say this, the world, politics, psychology. Oh my gosh, you're like a psychologist too. I forgot you do everything. The fact that she even like respected our podcast and thinks it's good and stuff. It just makes my heart so whole that all of that. It's an honor to be here, honestly. Um, So she would listen. She listens to NPR every morning. I could never. (laughs) I could never. So she just always knows what's going on in the world, can always have the most like intelligent conversations. Um, So I call her DPR, which is Danielle Public Radio. So I would come around the bend in the morning. I'd be like, DPR, hit me. What's going on in the world today? Hit me with the fast five. Like, let's go. The morning free. That's the thing. Like you still listen to NPR, right? I do. I yeah. listen to Up First while I'm doing my makeup every morning. That's incredible. You know, it's I a it's a really that. easy, digestible way if you're looking digestible, is that how you would call it? Yeah, because the thing is it's, it's only like me. at most fifteen minutes. So if you're looking for something oh, really? like a foray into news, I know wow. it's like not the most sexy or interesting right. thing, but and it can get really mundane. Right. So it has to be like snappy. But you, you always know? knew what you were talking about. Yeah. 
Whenever you have your podcast, just call it DPR. Okay, next we have one of our best stories, I would say, of our Ooh. career in the hospitality industry. So one of the joys of the hospitality industry is that you get VIPs. Mm. Very gotta important people. Yeah. And you know, you gotta wow them. You gotta send them an amenity to their room, a cute little like a snack, a treat, a bottle of wine, whatever, just to make their note. stay special. Yeah. So we had a Danielle and I were working together on this very important client, very mm. important project. Um his last name was <laughs> Nutter. <laughs> And Danielle, what did we send him as an amenity? <laughs> mixed nuts. <laughs> Not just any nuts, mixed nuts. <laughs> like, should we send him mixed nuts? <laughs> we thought we were so, so funny, funny and like so bad. So we were like, wait, should we send him mixed nuts? Do you think he'll get it? <laughs> Probably not, but to us, this was like the most like elite humor. Like, you know, when you're in the corporate America world, you take what you can get with like That's right. your jokes. And this one really, like, the innocence of it was just so pure. Yeah, that we were like, let's just take this and run. All but the like, way with you it. would have thought we thought we were stand-up comedians. <laughs> like, absolutely. What should we send him? How about some mixed <laughs> nuts? <laughs> I hope he enjoyed so them. Um, I remember him um, not having a lot of good things to say about our place of work, and oh I'm not God, sure they really? moved forward. Yeah, Ooh, I it was don't all know because of the mix nuts. <laughs> damn those like, mix nuts! She's like, God damn it! Another person sending me these nuts. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, it's probably been his whole life. I mean, like, if anyone didn't, like, what a missed opportunity. That's the thing. You know? 100%. That's <laughs> fine. Anyways, um, getting into the next story that we have. So this one was, we had the sweetest oh elderly woman mm -hmm. staying with us for, like, upwards six months to a year because her house got flooded. She was so sweet for um, confidentiality purposes. Right. I'm going to call her Nemo. That's right. Which is very close to her actual name. <laughs> you can do your own um, brainstorming on your own. But we're going to call her Nemo. And she was just the sweetest, like, creature ever just like like she her husband had died like 10 years ago mm. and like left her with all the money and she would just like i don't know she would take so us to lunch cute. like oh my gosh friends. and do you remember yep. she had birds her birds and she like oh my absolutely 100 was not supposed, <laughs> to, not have supposed birds. to have birds <laughs> she would like we like went to the oh my gosh. the yep. casita yep. and she like had them in the closet oh and was just gosh. trying to pretend like we didn't hear them i was i was like everyone <laughs> just let it go i was like we must protect me at all costs we must because yes, because why Danielle? because she is a national oh, treasure, treasure. <laughs> <laughs> she is a goddamn national treasure our term for people that are just the sweetest best people of our lives was a national yeah, treasure national treasure that's right what to just start out like it's like a treasure an american treasure a <laughs> national, national treasure. treasure which just is like really the must highest. be protest protected at all costs yes, you know 100 which we will yeah too. Yeah, I know. Hope Nemo's good. I hope so know? too. I didn't see her until the last day before like COVID shut everything down. Yeah. And I was really worried about her because I couldn't like 
I had to like be from a distance from her as right. well. I need to follow up with that. I, I, know. I, I can find her with a name like Nemo. Oh, absolutely. And with an affinity for birds. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Danielle, I have one last story about our time together. Okay. Then we're going to get it into you. You don't know this story. Oh God. Because it occurred one week before BC. Oh. One week BC. Okay. Before COVID. This like so. just happened. And when I say it could have changed the trajectory of your entire life. Uh-huh. I mean it. What? Okay, so everyone, <laughs> I'm at work, right? And one of the bellmen that I'm friends with comes up to me. What? And he's like, hey, Michael. Um, oh, my gosh. So, like, Danielle, like, do you know if she's single? And I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, she is. And she's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, no, she's great. She's like the best. She's like. Yeah, I think I'm going to ask her out. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, yeah, you should do. He's like, Michael, I'm going to. And he like runs away all like happy and like everything boy like this. This is like one week before we shut down. Oh my God. I'm guessing it never occurred because of said shutdown. Right. No, it absolutely didn't. This could have changed your entire life. It absolutely. And your personal life. It could have. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because in an odd turn of events. Oh my gosh. During COVID. I ended up rekindling things with like my best friend from college and mm. now we're dating and now we live together. And probably going to get married. Yeah! Should I say that? Should I cut that out? We'll no, see. like shout out Alex. Yeah, shout out to Alex. <laughs> Amazing. But so it's really all because of COVID because you could have fallen in love with this Bellman boy. Oh my God. He's great. Uh, Do you have any ideas? Uh, no. Really? If, if okay. I so it, I have this like one story when I was a conference concierge. I, th- I don't remember his name, but like typical me, I'm so awkward. Right. I went to the front desk to get a box yeah. that was for a, pa- um, a conference. Yeah. And and so I was checking it out. And so the bellman was helping me like load it onto the dolly. Yeah. And I had to write my name on yeah. like the, the clipboard. Okay. And then so he was like, oh, yeah, you just put your name here and your, your number. number. Here. And I was oh, like, smooth. I know, super yeah. smooth. I was like, <laughs> and I was just like, Don Perry. <laughs> I just like walked away. Like I just like walked backwards with the dolly. I was like, ha you're funny. <laughs> Do you remember who it was? It was the guy. He had like the, what is it called? Like the helmet. I don't know how it did. I feel like there were a couple of those. I want to say his name name was like Emmanuel, but I'm, I think I'm way off. I do think I know what you're talking about. We're going to have sidebar. Yeah. Okay. You want to know who the one um who the bellman that wanted to ask you out? Oh, like obviously, I'm on the edge of my seat. Who's? I can pull it up on Instagram right now. If you you know what? To. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Sorry, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it could have worked. Could have not. Wait, I have one more story because <laughs> a boy story really triggered my other story. Okay, so I made a friend in one of the other departments. He was new, very nice. Uh, yeah, I. Um, that's, that's, <laughs> that is the exact story that came to mind too. Yeah. Okay. He was like freshly graduated from um, college, whatever. Uh, San Pedro boy, local boy, everything like that. Yeah. Danielle. But I didn't know this. I didn't know he was freshly graduated. Correct. Yeah. Um, Danielle also like graduated, not graduated, um, but from San Pedro area, knows the people, whatever. I was like, oh, they probably know each other, blah, blah, blah. Danielle and I are on one of our lunchtime walks. Um, We run into my friend. Let's say his name is... Uh, Ethan. Yeah. That's a good one. And, um, and 
Ethan was like exactly my type. I thought I, he was. I, I knew that. Yeah. I, and I knew that too. I was like, oh my God, Danielle's going to. Yeah. I thought he was so attractive. 100%. Yeah. So we run into <laughs> Ethan and I'm just like, oh my gosh, Ethan, blah, blah, blah. Hey, how are you? He's like, great. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is my friend Danielle. Do a, like an awkward shake of hands, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, Danielle, Danielle is from San Pedro too. And he's like, oh my God, yeah. And he looks at her, he goes, yeah. Class of 2015. And he like looks her up and down like, hey. Like, oh my Lord. And Danielle just goes, yeah. And like, I think after Michael was like, I saw your face drop. Like I graduated college four years before he graduated high school. Like God oh help God. me. And it was so good because he said it so confidently and like, yeah, we can like, yeah, let's yeah. go. This is like, totally a yeah, thing. We're totally in the same. Yeah, like, we're vibing yeah, right now. 2015. <laughs> you, what, you were 14, right? Like, I, know, I was like, oh God. And then I was like, yeah, no, I love buy. A dagger to the heart. Honestly, I would say a compliment. My gosh, if this 22 year old Yeah, absolutely. Was like, I mean, yeah. Hey, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, Gotta let's be positive. Go. Glass exactly. half full. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those are all the best work stories I have of Danielle and I together. And I'm just, gosh, I'm just so thankful for our time together and that, you know, even though we're not there, that it brought us this beautiful friendship that we have and yeah. that you're on the podcast now. I know, I know. It's, you know, that place was so magical because it created so, so many lasting oh friendships my gosh. All my best friends. and, you know, relationships, even connections. You know, I, I yeah. really enjoy all the people I worked with and, mm. and just I can't even begin to talk about how much I love you. And so, so Dang. proud of what you've done and you and Mary, what you've done in this, you know, during this whole pandemic mm. and really creating something out of nothing. And it's, a wonder you to watch. Were there for us since day one. I remember you. We were. We went to like. We probably went to Tower Twelve or something. And you were like, "Oh yeah, I just binged four of the IGTV videos while I was painting my nails." I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, I never expect my friends to listen because I think it's different when you know someone like very personally. You know, like like listening to them, like whatever. You just it means different things to you. It sounds yeah. different. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, I could see and that. And you just like really have been a supporter since day one the and a obs. Patreon member and everything. Obs, so it's just meant yeah. the world. I mean, totally. I know you're going to do incredible things in best. life and I'm just so happy to be a part of the journey and like when you become famous, Stop. I get to say like, ah. I know him and I was on this podcast. You're like, you're like, like just dish it out to everyone. Let me airdrop you the Spotify podcast that I was on with him as well. <laughs> 2021 class of 2021 she, she was plugged like um yeah <laughs> okay amazing but the real reason i wanted danielle on here not just because she's my favorite human ever is because she has such a cool story that i know is going to resonate with so many of our listeners whether you're graduating high school whether you're graduating college whether in your 20s whether in your 30s like choosing this next adventure it's so big and powerful and i think what you did is something everyone wants to do. Once you graduated, you went abroad, traveled the world, did your thing. I feel as though that's everyone's dream and that's exactly the opposite of what I did. <laughs> so I think hearing your perspective of what happened, your positives, your negatives, your journey is gonna be so impactful and wonderful. So should we take a sip of our drinks before, before yes. we start? Let's do that. Yes, absolutely. Cheers. Cheers, wet our whistle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean- And just take us through like, you threw your cap in the air, graduation day, <laughs> then what? Yeah, so actually, you know, I graduated and then um, 
I worked as a caretaker for a girl with cerebral palsy. Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah, That's for incredible. a year. And what? her, uh, yeah, and CP is um, kind of a spectrum disability. So the severity um, is not always the same, mm. it, it varies in severity. And this individual that I was helping, she was pretty severe. So she was in a wheelchair, and you know, your tongue is a muscle as well. And so she couldn't quite control that as well. And so you kind of had to understand, I had to become fluent in her language. Mm -hmm. So I was her school tutor. So I would take care of her, feed her, take her to school, take notes for her, like proctor her tests, things like that. How old is she? She was 21. She was going to community college. Oh my gosh. And yeah. you were in college with her. Yeah, I was going to So you're sitting in her. class. Well, no, this was after I graduated. So this is where I worked after. Right, but you're going to school with her, right? Yeah, So you're yeah. in classes? Yeah. So you're like learning as well. Yeah. Wow. That's actually true. Yeah, I remember yeah. being like, oh, I never took anthropology. I'm excited. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, wow. So yeah, so that, How cool. that experience was absolutely wonderful. But as you can imagine, it was pretty draining. Yeah. And emotional you Definitely. know like she I think she struggled with depression and you mm -hmm. know the the family tried their best to support her and and just everything you yeah. know it's just it's a lot to to have a family member with a disability and um, yeah. finding communities for support mm -hmm. and everything like that so I was a little bit inspired after that like wow I am 22 23 like I just mm. want to go live my life you yeah. know like I want to have an adventure before I really settle into a career because I had majored in psychology but did like was not applying to grad school or anything mm. did not know what I was going to do so a little bit of a floater yeah <laughs> But I felt like, why not, you know? Yeah, yeah. Why the heck <laughs> so not? So one of my friends from college, he was living in Barcelona. And um, we were Skyping. And this is like how long ago it was when Skype was a Skype, thing. Skype, yeah. Right? Yep. It was like before FaceTime was mm -hmm. a thing. No, I remember going to college. It's like, all right, mom and dad, you need to download Skype. Yeah, I'll I know. Skype it was like PC. so confusing. 100%. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You might, the like sound is The triggering. ding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> not there. Great. <laughs> Great. So, uh, the fact that we just FaceTime each other right now. I know, and, and it's with such anything, ease. I know. It's crazy. It is. Living in 2021, what a treat. It really is. Actually, I digress for a second. I was talking about this today because my phone is kind of old, and I was joking around how my grandma, who is 93, has a phone mm -hmm. better than mine, but it's because she needs to FaceTime her grandkids oh, and her wow. great grandkids. You know, it's like, it's such an easy way for it's, her to stay connected. That's amazing. That's yeah. really cool. Like people talk like whatever on, on like technology, technology but like that part of it is yeah. absolutely incredible. I started like FaceTiming my parents like this past year instead of like calling them. And yeah. It, honestly, like, it makes a difference. 100%. Yeah. Even though they like, they don't even know how to like operate enough for me to see them. Like, they're like, we just want to see you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, you're <laughs> I'm like, great, fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I mean, I just look at myself as anyway. Oh, always. <laughs> I saw some meme that said, um, I knew I was in love with this guy because when we FaceTimed, I wasn't looking at myself anymore. Oh. I was looking at him. That's cute. so cute. Right? <laughs> I mean, I physically can't. Like, even at work. You're like, no. I, like, I was listening. This I'm, is my show. Thank you. I'm the main character. You're I, like, yes. I, I was listening to a webinar and it was doing, it was talking about this study from Microsoft and how about like meeting fatigue and all this stuff. And this 
uh, doctor was suggesting that you, if you can't turn off self view, mm -hmm. that you should just put a post it over your screen so you don't see yourself because it's like psychologically so unnatural to see yourself when you're speaking with other people. Interesting. Isn't that so weird? Because wow. you can't focus on what you're doing or interacting with the other person because you're focused on this new experience that has never existed before, which is seeing yourself. That's absolutely insane. <laughs> wow. I know. Security unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyway, so I was uh, Skyping my friend. He was living in Barcelona and he was like, just come. Like, just do it. Wow. And so I was going back and forth, like, do I or don't I? Like, kind of scared. And my parents are the most supportive parents ever. And my dad was, obviously my mom was scared. And it was right when I think Taken had come out. Oh, so no. Clearly oh, she no, was no, like, no, absolutely. no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. She was like, absolutely not. But then I'm sure my dad talked to her and they're just so supportive. And so um, I went out there and I did I did a homestay. So I stayed with this like adorable Catalan woman and I, I got certified to teach English. Which is crazy. Like to go through that program. Well, that you were teaching English, but that you didn't necessarily have to be fluent in their language, right? Oh, right. Yeah. On That's all, crazy. Yeah. On all the websites, they actually prefer that because it creates an immersion environment for the students. So if I were able to speak Spanish or Catalan fluently, uh -huh. it's like the, the ease of deferring to their mother language is mm -hmm. too, it's too easy to like <sighs> fall back on. So they want it to be difficult. They want it to be an all English environment. That is wild. I know. Okay, keep going. Yeah. Me on every word. We're in Barcelona, <laughs> Cheetah Girls too. Strat like you mean it for your mind. I'm here for it. So I do like a month long program and I get certified to teach English. And then the program kind of helps you. They like connect you with different people and you apply to a bunch of different places. And I got a, I got a job. And so I was living there for about a year and I ended up uh dating the friend Ooh, the friend that got you there i was this his plan all along <laughs> like maybe i, I would say it's <laughs> like get her to barcelona yeah, and she'll fall in her. love with you no my god no but yeah, she's like no <laughs> well, maybe Okay, um, you guys fall in love. Tell me more. In Barcelona, so, yeah, this is so, so romantic. The thing is, is oh like God. because we were friends, we we were like, well, duh, let's just like move in together. He and I and one of our other friends um, from his class where, when he got certified and then um, a Spanish girl. And we lived mm -hmm. in a four bedroom apartment just as friends in the beginning. And then obviously like living together yep. kind of accelerated yep. it. And so we started dating and... Um, we kind of were coming up on the end of our time in Barcelona. How long is this at this point? This summer, so maybe like nine, ten months. I was there for a year. I was going to say, that's a long time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's crazy because that's, well, not the shortest, but it felt like, it felt like the most um, non-permanent. Like that, mm -hmm. Barcelona was very fun. Yeah, you it know, incredible. It's, it's the most incredible city ever. It's so fun. But anyway, so we were like, what should we do? You know, like yeah. we were kind of addicted Still to this. Still in love? Yeah, still, oh still in love at this point and, and kind of addicted to this a little bit nomad life yeah. and just adventure, you know, Literally. being young and having mm -hmm. our lives ahead of us. I'm getting like all like <laughs> in my feels over here. Yeah. Like, ah! And so we are Skyping our other friend from college and he was living in the south of China 
and he was moving to Shanghai and he was just really recommending it. He was like, you guys should totally move here. You know, like the demand for English teachers is really high. The cost of living is low. They pay really well Mm -hmm. um, because it's such a high demand. So we kind of the same thing, like, well, nothing's stopping us, you know? And I think that's uh, the main theme, you know, the common thread between all these decisions that I've made is like, you're your biggest obstacle or your biggest mm. enemy, you mm. know, like mm. I, <laughs> all you have to do is decide to yeah. do it and then the rest will happen. You know, similar to Mary just coming here, mm-hmm. you know, like totally. all she had to do is just make the decision and yes, it's scary, but you'll figure it out. 100%. You know, like you just have to trust yourself that you're competent and, and strong and smart enough to figure it out, Yeah, you know? Luckily, I had an incredible support system and I knew that if anything happened, I would have my family to rely on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not going to say that I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. I think it's worth mentioning. I think it makes you a little more brave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely should call that out. But, you know, there's nothing special about me. I remember Skyping my friends like when we were in Barcelona and they'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous of you. And it's like, but there's nothing special about me. I just decided to do it. But that is what makes you different though, because you did like the thing that everyone's scared to do. So that does make you special. We say this all the time. They're like, anyone could be doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you have to have like the courage to go after it. You know what I mean? You want this life. You want this life? (laughs) (laughs) You got to do it. You got to earn it. Yeah, that's true. And also I know that financial circumstances are different for everyone as well. And so like Mm -hmm. not to make light of that. And I worked really hard when I worked with the girl with CP. And so I, and I was living at home. So I was able Mm -hmm. to save a lot of money. And so that afforded me, a a lot more freedom than Mm -hmm. I think most people have for sure. But anyway, so we're at the end of our time in Barcelona and we decide to move to China, to Shanghai. That is insane. It actually is. That's terrifying. That would probably be one of the scariest places I would go. Like I am just the language barrier. I think it's so strong there. Yeah, I would struggle. I know. I think maybe I like blacked out and didn't even think about it until I got there. I don't know. I think I was just down for the adventure. That's incredible. That sounds it's been like 22 like yeah let's go to china (laughs) i love this yeah we move out there and it was actually kind of funny we moved out there during their national holiday so the first week of october is their national holiday they always have um seven days off Mm -hmm. and so being with shanghai being one of the biggest cities it's kind of like a a new yorker in la and Mm -hmm. so a lot of people aren't from there Mm -hmm. so the city totally empties out except like for the foreigners and so and and it's like a celebration all all week and the fireworks are going literally non-stop 24 7 yeah so it was like the craziest welcome to the city i could have ever imagined yeah so yeah it was definitely definitely culture shock Mm -hmm. and just everything shock and just sensory overload but um yeah i ended up just in like falling in love with it so the boy and i broke up eventually i was gonna say yeah. what's going on with the boy i need some i yeah. need some tea so what's, if what's you happening want the tea, i do we want the tea actually, right everyone it's a little complicated okay. we love so complicated. the friend who yes. was living in the south of china yes. who then encouraged me and my then boyfriend yes. to move to shanghai oh, oh no is now my boyfriend wait what <laughs> wait no what no alex was the one in china oh my god you didn't i didn't know that 
Are you kidding me? Yeah. The full circleness of this story is blowing my mind. Yeah, we've been in each other's lives for like every chapter of our lives. This is absolutely nuts. I think that's what makes us so strong is like we have such a strong connection and so many shared memories and moments. I'm literally losing my mind. Wait, okay. Are you, okay, okay. You and boy number one break up in China? Yeah. Are you falling in love with Alex in China as well? I've always been in love with him since college. Always been, he's always been the one. Oh he always God. has been the one. Holy yeah. shit. Um, but are you like, do you start dating in China or just like hanging out? No, like, I was like a little bit here and there. We like try it, doesn't okay. work. We, we have one of those stories where like our timing never worked yes, out, you right? know? And it's so crazy. It was like that's back and forth, back and yes. forth, back and, and you've forth. You've been thinking about this for years. You're like, yeah. right person, wrong time. Exactly. Right, exactly. And like, who would have thought that the pandemic would bring us together? Literally. Yeah, oh I know. God. I know. It's so what odd. What a story. I know. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. So how long are you in China for? So I am in China for three years. This <laughs> is the craziest part of your story. I think I cannot imagine this. I know. In your young 20s for three years. I know. It's really odd. Of three. What? Like even like looking at you, I was like, what do you mean you lived in China for three years? It's like the fact that like you just be talking like in conversation to meet someone is like, oh yeah, I lived in China for three. What? Like <laughs> when? When I, did you have the time? I, this like, is crazy. I've heard people who live abroad they say that like once you get over the the hill of two years it's everything after that is like so easy you know the first year is the really exciting year because it's all new yeah yeah, yeah. the second year is like okay now i'm starting to feel a little sad and like missing my family Mm. and everything but then once you get past that it's like you're in it that makes you live abroad now yeah and so i really and the thing about shanghai is it has the best foreign like expat community so in Barcelona, it was just fun, party, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't make that many friends. Yeah. Um, and in Shanghai, you could go to any bar and you can like see anyone who's not native, mm-hmm. you know. And the thi- I think the thing is that you already know you have something in common with them because you're both crazy enough to live in China. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the conversations, the connections, everything was so easy mm-hmm. and it really accelerated friendships. I ended up being a bridesmaid in two, I you know, I was going to say, I feel like you're always like going to weddings. You're like, Oh, my friend from China. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, who are you? Yeah. So I have, uh, I made fast friends that are definitely like family and bridesmaids in two girls weddings, the godmother of one of her daughters. Oh like God. I know. So it was really fun. I made lifelong friends there yeah. and, I got to pick up some Chinese. Like you can't live in China and not learn some Chinese. I so, like, just thought about food and I was like, I got to pick up some Chinese food. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. The food. I definitely miss the food right. for sure. Wait, say something to us in Chinese. What should I say? Give me a sentence. Um, you are so beautiful. I love you. You say, Piaoliang. Like, ni Piaoliang. I ni. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that is insane. The fact that you were like, what do you want me to say? Like, I could choose anything. That's crazy. I picked it up a little bit. Wow, that's insane. I mean, it's it's definitely, I know the basics now. When you're in it and you live there every mm-hmm. day and there's not a lot of options for mm-hmm. English, you have to 
<laughs> really practice it. But now that I'm home, you know, it's, I've lost a lot of it, which is unfortunate because languages are so cool. It's like one of my so favorite cool. things. I love linguistics is so interesting to me. So, you know, if you're passionate about language, keep it up. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I'd like to get into your Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody in the club like moment. So there was this one club called Bocado and they had espresso martinis and they had 80s night wow. and it was just wild. So fun. <laughs> like just really good fun you know and yeah. one time I so my friend's husband is like six six just a giant yeah. and we were all amped up on these mm-hmm. espresso martinis let's go and um time of my life came on and we full oh. on did the dirty dancing thing in no the of you the bar. did not I mean I'm sure I was like flopping like a like a so, fish but no <laughs> you were perfectly poised so elegant you were on the six six guy yeah that is crazy you are you're like eight feet in the air then. <laughs> yeah, that Oh sure. my gosh. You could have died. <laughs> I know. That is insane. That was very fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I definitely went through like a, yeah, fuck life. I just broke up with my boyfriend Literally. and I live in China. I had so much fun. That's so. Yeah. And incredible. really, so I remember texting my mom. And telling her I broke up with my boyfriend. She was like, okay, cool. So you're coming home now. She oh, just missed me a lot. Yes. And so I was like, you know what? No. 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 No, I am not. I'm not. I'm not going to let the relationship and him <sighs> define my time abroad. You know, I want to make this what I what I truly want mm-hmm. it to be. Yeah. You know? And so I was able to really focus on myself and my friendships while being out there. And then the cherry on top is the way I left. So I ended up being there for three years. And one of my best friends that she was my co-teacher. So this whole time I'm, I'm a preschool teacher, which is mm-hmm. adorable. Like so cute. really gives me the will to live because yeah. those babies are just so stinking <laughs> cute. Um, and so one of my co-teachers, Naz, she ended up uh, moving to Thailand and working at a refugee camp. And so I went to go visit her. I forgot this part of the story. You are gone for like a decade. This is crazy. (laughs) I was gone for a very long time. And so I went to go visit her and I kind of just fell in love with the experience. Like, and I, another, yet another on a whim decision. I tell her, you know what? I want to do this. So I, she tells the coordinator, the program coordinator and, and uh, like I sign up to be heading to Thailand in like three months. So then I go back to, Holy. <laughs> yeah, I go back to Shanghai. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm leaving in three months. And, and I don't think it really set in, but mm-hmm. then, you know, I go through the motion. I have all my goodbye parties or whatever. And then I realized what I got myself into. And I, so I fly into Chiang Mai uh-huh. and you have to take a six hour bus up to Mei Hong Song, which is like North of Chiang Rai even. And, um, it's like through the windy mountains and you're at this, you're at this like pretty small town. And then I get picked up by the program coordinator and we go through like a village, like a dirt road through a rice paddy. And I'm living on the border of Thailand and Myanmar. And the, my students are refugees from Myanmar. And there's like, um, sprinkled along the, along the border are a few different refugee camps. And so my students are, they're graduated from high school. They live at the refugee camps or they primarily do, their families do. And then they come and do a program at my school, at my development center where I was volunteering. And it's like straight up in the middle of the jungle, no oh. running water. 
What? <laughs> yeah. The electricity existed, but it was kind of spotty. Internet was obviously very spotty. And you guys can't see, but my face, <laughs> my jaw is on the floor. What? Yeah. I remember going into my, I'm air quoting my room. It was, it was like a hut and, Stop. and like a sheet was dividing me and the other, the other girl through the room and there's no bed. Like I'm, it's on a mattress pad on the ground. And so I, I like go to lie down. I go to sleep for my first night and I definitely cry myself to sleep. I'm like, oh my God. What this sounds did I, terrifying. What did I sign up for? And like knowing that you're like there for a period of time. Yeah. Too. And there's no, no way that way. I would leave early. Like there's no way that I would, you know, leave them hanging without a teacher. Right. So, and I knew that about myself. And so. Which I feel like most people would be like, yeah, peace. <laughs> After I'm guessing China was like fully, you had everything there. Like <laughs> right, that's the thing. Living I, life. I, the quality of life was so high in, in China. Yeah. I had, you know, rent was not that expensive mm -hmm. compared to how much money I was making. And so, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't have a car. I didn't have to pay for health insurance, yeah. you know, different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I was living in an apartment with two other girls. So food is so cheap. Yeah. So... I was living a fairly nice life, and then to go from that to um, the middle of the jungle was pretty humbling. On the ground. Yeah, it was cool though. I obviously I got past it that first night, and it was so incredible, and one of my best experiences. How long are you there? I was there for three months, so not that long. Still, yeah, three months of sleeping on the ground. <laughs> Like that's right. crazy. I mean, and, just and it was being like, so hot. I can't even begin wow. to tell you how hot it was, and. Um, just like to be respectful of their culture, mm -hmm. I couldn't show my shoulder shoulders or my knees. Wow. I had to wear like shirts mm -hmm. and like either, you know, long pants or skirts. Wow. I know. So anyway, that rounds out my time and that's about four years being gone. Mm -hmm. And then... <laughs> And then you just plot back in America, like, yeah. hey guys, Don Perry's back. What? <laughs> Knowing absolutely nothing that's going on in like the USA, the whatever, the like. Yeah, actually. Your friends are who knows where. You haven't yeah. seen them in four years. So actually, that I moved back in 2016. So I remember watching the results of the election in class with my students and seeing Whoa. Trump win. So I was very, very scared to come back home. Like I just like didn't, I couldn't connect with people mm -hmm. from home. I didn't know mm -hmm. what they were thinking or what they were doing. Like yeah. I had been away for so long and I was come on top of it. I was coming back to a country that I, I would have never expected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. I know. So yeah, absolutely reverse, reverse culture shock exists. Yeah, I was just going to say, what was that like when you, got back here the the strangest thing for me was this is so odd but the um going to the grocery store was the weirdest thing really? yeah i don't know why i think maybe having the ability to read all the labels mm -hmm. it, here in america yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> <laughs> obviously i can read them here and not in china right um that it just threw me off mm -hmm. i was like oh i don't have to like think i don't have to be scared to ask this like angry Chinese mm. woman, what this is, you right. know, like I, I don't have to be nervous about using my Chinese and mispronouncing yeah. something. I could just read and know what it is. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Life is easy again. Literally. You know? Wow. <laughs> and yeah. Like you're like trying to, I, I'm just thinking about you getting back into society. Like, is this weird? Are you like, what are you going to do? Like, did you want to be a teacher? I mean, that was 
the question of the century. Everyone wow. was asking Everyone me. Everyone was. Yeah. And me. <laughs> <laughs> Years later, they're still asking me. Yeah, I honestly had no idea what I was wanted to do. Everyone was thinking teaching would be a natural progression, but, um, and I, teaching in America, I think is such an important job, mm -hmm. but it's really not valued and mm -hmm. it's very thankless. And I, I, I just didn't want to pursue that. Right. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I like, it was pretty far from college. So like, you know, am I going to go back to grad school for mm -hmm. psych? That seems, right. that seems far off. Like I just was yet again, floating a little yeah. lost. Like I, I felt very, um, like, oh no, now I'm 26 and mm -hmm. I have no tangible American corporate experience. Right. And I'm, I'm like a college grad mm -hmm. again, you know, and I'm, right. I'm like this old fart. Stop. <laughs> No but I understand experience. what you're, I understand that situation. Like, yeah. You know, what that's like. And so luckily my sister-in-law worked at the company where mm. Michael and I used to work. All the connections. All baby. the connections. And she suggested I just get a serving job. And I was like, oh man. And I had a, like, I am college <laughs> educated. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I put a lot of pressure on myself to like find a job right away. And my mm. mom was just like, what do you, you know, like relax. Yeah. You just came home. And obviously she wanted to spend time with me, mm -hmm. but I felt this pressure to like get on with my life. And so, but although I didn't quite, so, you know, I, I started working at, at, um, where we used to work mm -hmm. as a banquet server. Mm -hmm. So it was still not that big of a commitment. And at the time, my best friend was a flight attendant and she made me her companion. So we oh flew everywhere together. It was incredible, so much fun. But it was just like yet another year. Of right. <laughs> fun. So much fun. Um, and then after that, things got a little more serious. Then mm -hmm. I got a job like conference concierge right. and then in, in sales mm -hmm. and and the pandemic hit pandemic. and then I got furloughed. Yep. Now I work at a nonprofit and feel much more in line with like what I want to be doing and right. where I am in life. I feel a lot more stable and, and sure of myself. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with taking that amount of time to figure it out. hundred percent. I think what we always talk about is how I'm always like, oh my gosh, you were abroad for four years. Like I didn't actually travel to like way post college and like you went abroad for four years and then you came back, but then you were always saying like, oh, but I felt like I'm like behind in my career because I was gone for four years. Mm -hmm. But then I was exactly the opposite. I jumped right into a career when I was 22. And then I look at Danielle like, oh my gosh, you have all this world experience. You went to all these places. I was like, all I have is like work, you know? So <laughs> yeah. it just shows you like- Perspective. hundred percent. Yeah. You always like think about someone else's. Yeah, grass is greener always. always. Yeah. But like, like we were talking about that, that I still think it gets you- you're still going to get to where you need to be, you know? Right. I think run. ultimately the experience will even out later in life. It was yeah. just more apparent at that time mm -hmm. because I was so clearly behind everyone. But now that it's been a couple of years and like I can lean on my experience from traveling and learn mm -hmm. on like my personal skills. Yeah. Um, in addition to now my career skills, I realize the value in it. And, and those years abroad were absolutely invaluable i could could not imagine my life without those years is that your recommendation 
100%. To go abroad. Yes. So actually, I think my biggest thing is if you're in college, study abroad. Mm -hmm. I think it's the safest. Yeah. I I think it's like a really good stepping stone for traveling because you're in a program, you have people at the school who know that you are there. They Mm -hmm. check, you know, you have attendance. So it's apparent if you are not there, you know, it it makes parents feel a little more safe Mm -hmm. because there's a little bit more accountability. You have some responsibility. You're not just out gallivanting the entire time, but you do get to go experience another culture and you can travel a bit. And Mm -hmm. that's honestly what inspired me or like gave me the travel bug is I studied abroad and I just went to London and yeah you know but it's when you're Love in it. europe everything is so close mm-hmm. so i got to travel all over shout out to Ange again we travel buddy yeah we went to every country it was so much fun we crammed everything into a summer <sighs> that's so fun yeah oh my gosh we need a story just hearing about that entire summer my gosh i know definitely it's like yeah you yeah. do <laughs> ah! oh my gosh okay <laughs> what what else do you want to talk about for going abroad positives negatives um, danielle isms you need to drop on all of our listeners. What do they need to know? Oh my gosh, the pressure. I mean, honestly, I think you have to be aware of of what makes you happy and what doesn't. Like mm-hmm. if you know you're a homebody and you know you depend on your family a lot, like don't be hard on yourself if it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. be realistic and take stepping stones. Like you don't have to take this enormous leap just to prove a point. There are so many different ways to get this experience, Mm -hmm. you know, just do what's right for you. One piece of advice I will give is, you know, similar to what you said earlier is just having the courage to do it and not second guessing yourself. If you were inspired by something, really go for it. Don't let your doubt or your insecurity or, you know, don't give those negative emotions a voice. Really lean into your strengths and what you know you're capable of and go for it. The world is so crazy right now. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And I think everyone is just realizing like, what is important right now? Mm -hmm. What do you prioritize in your life? And especially going into quarantine, you find out what you truly need and what you don't. Mm -hmm. And so if you're good on being alone and having those adventures, there is... Maybe that's my nugget of truth. There is nothing more valuable than going on a trip alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done multiple abroad trips by myself. And it literally, when it's just you to make all of your decisions every day, it is wild. Yeah. You're like, wait, this is exactly who I am. Right. This is exactly where I'm going to go. Yeah. Where I'm going to eat today. Yeah. That's what I want to do today. Right. It's all me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. And you really have to get through, like, I'm like always my social anxiety is like through the roof. I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to look when I'm like eating alone? Like it's such a, you know, but you just got to go for it. Like there, you, you will learn so much about yourself and the more you know about yourself, the better you are in all of your relationships Mm -hmm. because you're so aware. There it is. Yeah. So true. And granted all of this, you know, be safe, make smart decisions. Don't go off with boys (laughs) in the middle of the night. We don't want another taken. So good. No, it's so true though. One life, baby. Yeah. You only get to do this once. Yeah. Go to China, go to Barcelona, go to Thailand and sleep on the ground and teach English to the children of the world. Damn it. Right. And honestly, like maybe it doesn't even have to be across the world. Maybe it's just across the country or across the state. Just get out of your hometown. Leave for a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, just explore a little bit, Yeah, you know, test the waters. 
And then you have all these cool ass stores. You can come on Michael and Mary in the morning and share them. That's right. Let's go. Danielle, <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with us and for all the laughs and for sharing your stories. And honestly, it just blows my mind. I always forget how much you did and how long you were gone for and how much good you were doing for like the world as well. Like you weren't just like partying in Barcelona, which I mean you were, but you were like totally teaching was. the children of the world like <laughs> a language and English. Are you kidding me? And I'm just thinking about these kids and they're growing up and they have all these skills because of you and they're going to like, change the world oh, i can only hope i know my little baby literally literally <laughs> oh my gosh any last words to any of our listeners i mean honestly just do a little research ask questions so true are your you know? dms open you for know questions? yeah yeah all right <laughs> at dawn perry everyone we're gonna link her in the description yeah. her um profile isn't open for followers but it is open to dms that's right yeah, please feel free to ask me any questions. I'd be so happy to talk any of this through with because anyone. Because the fact that you did it, you like, if I was just someone, I mean, if I'm just me, I have no idea where to go about what my first step to going abroad is and teaching English and like whatever and how you just made all these connections and how you just bounced from country to country from job to job and just made it seem so easy. Uh, so yeah, I would love to talk to you. Yeah. Logistics. If I was like looking the, um, American consulate in China. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what any of that means. So, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. You know, the important thing to remember also is it's totally okay. If you don't like it, you know, don't mm. feel like a failure. If you go out there and you realize maybe this isn't for me or you miss your family or, it's just like maybe a little too difficult. That doesn't matter. It's what matters is you tried. And so be proud of that and be proud of that adventure and taking that step. And it's not failing. You genuinely won because you tried something new. That reminds me of my favorite quote. Oops is better than what if. Yeah, totally. Yes. And we are not living for the what ifs here at no, Michael and Mary in the morning. Never. Michael and Danielle in the morning this week, people. <laughs> yeah. You hear that? So go out, do the thing. Do the oops. Make a big mess. That's right. Someone once said to me, they were like, um, if you're going to, how is it? Like, if you're going to like hit the ground or hit the floor, like hit hard enough to bounce back. Like, oh, oh. So if you're going to F up, F up like really big. You know like what I mean? Hardcore. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. That's exactly what we're going <laughs> to do. And that's our message here. Danielle, thank you so much for hanging out with us. You're we love so you so welcome. much and your messages and your vibes, everything. Okay. And I just love you on a personal level. Oh my so, God. And I'm glad I could share most. my love with the world and you and our 45 countries. So thank let's go. Thank you so much for having me. It you're has so been welcome. an honor and a privilege. A pleasure. <laughs> Pleasure is all ours. All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you for tuning in to Michael and Mary in the Morning, the cute ass podcast you didn't know you needed. Yeah. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Michael and Mary in the Morning and be sure to subscribe, follow, and share this podcast with someone who would like it. Someone who like needs to make that jump or wants to make that jump or is at a crossroads and just needs mm -hmm. to be inspired. And like, I go abroad, man. Like, ugh, I kind of want to now. Yes. Let's do it. But like, don't leave me. Okay. Yeah, you, you can find the link to our cute ass merch yes. on our Instagram or in the show notes. If you like the show, please write us a review on the free app, Apple podcast app we as love well. Reviews. <laughs> love them. Yeah, tell us how much you love Don Perry. <laughs> oh my God. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. You know what? We want it. We need it. We need it. Want more content? We want more. They want more. <laughs> Join us. On, you know what? Join me on Patreon. Yeah, Danielle is at the club there. Patreon. I'm there. Let's I'm a member. <laughs> And check out our new brunch tier. Yes, oh my God, brunch, brunch tier. You get these tumblers that we're sipping out of. Oh my God. These are incredible. Have you seen these in the flesh? I have not really seen them nice, in the huh? flesh. Oh my God, I'm yeah, so out of touch. No, they're so nice. <laughs> okay. 
Join brunch. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, get your hands on that merch. Yes. By joining for as little as $1 a month, you can support us so we can continue to support you. We love you so much. Oh, we love you. We cherish you. We adore you. Like it's the only thing we'll ever do. <laughs> See you Monday. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go.